I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You're listening to More Than a Song, episode 45. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. When I think of the new year, I think of new, new resolutions, a promise of new experiences, new beginnings. I don't know why we wait until this time of year to try new things, but instead of waxing philosophical about why we wait, until this time of year to try new things, let's just embrace it like this week's song by Royal Taylor, Making Me New. Making me new. Our lyrics say, I've been changed by you like only love can do. We're not changed by hope. I mean, has anyone lost those 10 pounds gained at Christmas through hope? Like, I hope I lose those pounds. Uh, We're not changed by hard work. Although even the most disciplined among us, I mean, we fall prey to old sin when we depend on the strength of our will alone. We're not changed through self-help or education or titles or any of the trappings this world touts as the new breakthrough. We're changed when we're made new in Christ. I'm drawn to the story of Nicodemus when I think of becoming new because I can't help but think of the idea that Jesus tried to teach him about being born again. And a baby is new, A baby offers new life, a whole new start, an innocence, and a freshness. That's what we are when we give our lives to God, to Christ as our Savior. We are born again. We're new. It makes me think of a story one time when my children were toddlers. Um, There were little toddlers playing around my baby, my infant baby, and they said, watch out, watch out. Uh, Don't put that toy near the baby because you might drop the toy on the baby. And she's new. And it just made me laugh because it it was like you got to protect that newness, that freshness. And there's just a uh, there's something fragile about a new uh, creation, a new baby. And so, of course, that's kind of what we're thinking about this week as we're talking about being new. So consider Nicodemus in John chapter 3. Yes, John chapter 3. Did you realize that part of Jesus's discussion with Nicodemus, 
that part of Jesus' answer included the most famous verse about God so loving the world, that was in that discussion with Nicodemus. And perhaps you're thinking, of course God wants me new. He doesn't like me the way that I am. And no, dear friend, he loves you with an everlasting love. He so loved you that even in your sin and in your addictions and in your anger and in your troubles, he still sent his son to die for you and make a way for you to have right relationship with him. And like I said, let's look at the conversation Jesus had with Nicodemus. Now, Nicodemus was a religious leader. He was a Pharisee, which was a religious leader at the time of Christ. And these leaders were known for their deep knowledge of Scripture, but also their strict adherence to the law. So they were very much into rules. But in addition to that, they really understood Scripture and they believed that that the Old Testament was the Word of God. And the way the story goes in John is that Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night to have a discussion with him. And the implication is here that he really didn't want others to see him talking with Jesus. But he really wanted to have a discussion with him. So he was willing to go to him, even though it was night, kind of maybe... um, maybe hiding. We're not sure 100%, but he didn't like come out in the middle of a crowd. He came to him at night. Now, the funny thing about this discussion between Nicodemus and Jesus is that it starts with a statement, not a question. Nicodemus actually makes a statement. And then Jesus answers a question that doesn't even really seem to be asked. I mean, if you heard this answer, this is Jesus's answer. I'm kind of play Jeopardy a little bit. If you heard this answer, what do you think the question would be? So in John 3, 3, Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, if you asked me and I had never heard the story and all I heard was the answer, then I would think the question would be something along the lines of, how can you see the kingdom of God? Or Where is the kingdom of God? Or how do I enter the kingdom of God? Something along those lines. But that's really not what Nicodemus said. Here's what Nicodemus said. In in verse 2, he says, Rabbi, which is uh, another word for teacher, and it was actually um, an honorable word. He was showing him honor by calling him Rabbi. We know that that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. So then Jesus answers this question that doesn't even seem to be asked um, with his answer, excuse me, of truly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, the whole idea here is that we need to be born again. And Jesus makes this clear. But this idea that I need to be born again kind of makes me think that we're the walking dead, not like on TV, but that, uh, in fact, Ephesians chapter one actually confirms that idea. It says, and you were dead in your trespasses and sins. And then in verse four of Ephesians chapter one, it says, but God, I love that. Uh, if <laughs> I love those areas of scripture where it says, but God, but God being rich in mercy, Because of the great love with with which he loved us, 
even when we, we even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. And so as I mentioned in my opening comments, this idea of being born again just screams new, new life, new start, new everything. And if you read and contemplate the entire exchange between Nicodemus and Jesus, and I really hope you will, you will see that eventually Jesus says this in verses 12 and 13. He says, I've spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the son of man. He's talking about himself here. Uh, This statement of Jesus, this idea that he came from heaven reminds me of this phrase that shows up in our song this week. Jesus gave up heaven for me and he gave up heaven for you, just like Philippians chapter two teaches when it says, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Now maybe you want a fresh start this year. So what is the key to this newness? Well, it's found in Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 teaches us. It says, "Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come." But hold up. He has not made you a new creation for your sake. Just a couple of verses above in verse 15, um, just a couple of verses above, he reminds us that Jesus died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. But trust me, there is so much more in store for you in Christ. Now, I was obviously drawn to this verse because it specifically says that in new Christ, we are a new creation. And obviously, that's what our song this week is talking about. But then I ran across this fabulous article and it lists out 13 different verses that talk about what it means to be in Christ. And I'm going to go ahead and link the article, um, link to that article in the show notes. But here is just a sampling. And the obvious one that I want you to remember this week is that in Christ we are new. And um, But in 2 Timothy 1.9, it teaches that in Christ Jesus, you were given grace before the world was created. Ephesians 1.4 teaches that God chose us in Christ before the foundation of of the world. We talked a little bit about this last week. This idea that God had this plan in mind from the beginning 
from before the beginning, that he was going to choose us, that he was going to give us grace, that he was going to send his son so that we would have an opportunity to have a relationship with him. And we have all of that in Christ. Uh, Romans chapter 8 teaches us uh, in verses 38 and 39 that in Christ we are loved by God with an inseparable love. And Ephesians 1 7 teaches us that in Christ we are redeemed and forgiven for all our sins. Philippians 4 19 teaches us that in Christ everything we really need will be supplied. Do I need to go on? I mean, in Christ, we are new and he continues to make us new through his love. He wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, which we accomplish by by changing the way we think. And we do that by staying in his word, by filling our empty thoughts with his word. Christian music is a great way to do this. Studying, reading all of the things that we talk about every week on this podcast obeying his word and then sharing his word, you know, planting those seeds that have been planted in your life into the lives of others. So what's next? Well, John chapter three is a great place to sit and soak this week. And much not much like Nicodemus, you know, we, we often come to Jesus to talk about one thing and then he leads us in a completely different direction than, than we even realized. We didn't even realize we were asking the question and he's giving us the answer that we need. Another option is that you might use the article that I'm going to link to in the show notes to explore all those scriptures. I just gave you a few, but they list out 13 in that article revealing what it means to be in Christ. This way, every time you hear this song, you're going to think of the fact that in Christ you are new. And if you really study all those other truths, you'll think about those truths as well. Remember that we're trying to use Christian music to inspire us to get into God's word and then also to remind us what God's word says as we hear the songs. Those truths that we've studied and pondered and allowed God to teach us will come forth into our lives. And then while you're in God's word this week, let me know how you're doing. Just hop on Twitter or Facebook and let's talk about what you're learning. You can leave a comment also on this week's show notes found at michellekneesat.com forward slash 45. And just a quick, a uh, few quick announcements before we leave today. I really appreciate all of you who listen really more than words can describe. And I just want to thank you in advance for subscribing in iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And while you're there, if you would leave a written review and a star rating, it just helps give me credibility as people are finding my podcast. They'll notice how uh, recent the reviews are and they'll notice your comments and, and then it'll give me a little bit more credibility as I'm trying to gain new listeners. And as always, if you take the time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. And an additional thank you to my loyal listeners and subscribers. I create free memory verse resources each week. It's just a small token of my thanks, and hopefully it's a useful tool as you're trying to keep God's Word front and center in your mind every day. They are desktop uh, wallpapers for your tablet, your desktop, or your smartphone. I even 
give you a printable version, you can just log on to michellenizat.com and subscribe to my email list and I will send them to you each week via email. It's my gift to you just to thank you for listening and a great shout out to Shelly from Oregon, one of my newest subscribers this week. Thanks for subscribing. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. As we enter a new year, are you making resolutions? Well, ever found song Resolution will be the song that we will use next week to launch into scripture. And if you liked this episode, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneesat.com forward slash 45. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.